Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go then. Here we go. Oh, I mean, that was, that was too close. That was too close. It's nice. I mean, it's only Spurs, isn't it, that can make a game seemingly that is won. That was an awful sentence. Game that's, that seems to be won, come back to, to that frantic an ending was was horrible. It was horrible. Because we're talking about the first half where I think I've seen some of, honestly speaking, some of the best football I've ever seen Spurs play in patches to that second half where we are clinging on, clinging on for dear life. Um, it's mad. It's mad. But look, ultimately, it's the three points. It's the three points that count. We're closer to the top of the table. We're creeping back up, creeping back up the table after that horrible, horrible November. Horrible. We all want to forget that. Right, to scrub it, scrub it from our minds because we've been doing all right again. We've been playing some nice football, and yeah, we are hanging on a little bit. But it's probably worth remembering that we're still not in the best place in terms of personnel. Right, we're still not quite there yet. We're still James Madison isn't playing. James Madison, who is one of the best players in the division. Hasn't been available to us for however long now. Do you know what I mean? Like we need to remember this stuff, and we need to remember that we're still getting. I mean, I say that. I think I think Kulisevsky's been doing a really, really good job in that central position. I really like seeing him play there. Um, I think. Look, my, my I'll give you my my hot take from the top. I think it will be less painful than I thought it would be to replace. Brennan Johnson with Kulisevsky when the time comes for Madison to come back. I do like Brennan. I know I'm fickle, right? At least seemingly fickle. I really like Brennan Johnson and I'm not going to go back on everything that I've said about him that I do like. He did. He started to just annoy me a little bit. Not annoy me. I think everybody faded a little bit in that second half. He should have, when we were 2-0 up right at the beginning, he should have, was it, were we 1-0 up at that point? I can't remember. He missed that sitter right in front of goal. And I was like, lad, come on. Come on. You know, just just a bit. Just, just, it's harder to miss that than it is to score that. Surely, I say from my position as a, as a former Premier League professional. Um, but I don't, it's, it, the, the, the weird thing is the momentum of the game shifted so much that that second half, it it kind of has this weird feeling that we've almost drawn or lost the game somehow because we scored so early on into the game. And before, I'm annoyed with, with Gomez, to be honest, because before this game, I predicted on the preview pod that you can find on Patreon, patreon.com slash rtrpod, I predicted on there that we were going to win 2-0 with goals from Sonny and Richarlison. 
And then Gomez had to come along and ruin it all. Um, he was, I've got to say, he was class. When he came on, he absolutely changed like the complexion of that game. And I thought it was, it was a magnificent performance from him. Great goal. But overall, he was just pulling the strings. He, was, he, he reminded me a lot, really, of Bentancur. Um, the way he was moving the ball about, the just his, his, his kind of understated physical, um, I want to say imposition, but that's a different word. Like the way in which he just imposes himself on the game, and he doesn't seem like this kind of like brick shit house, battering ram type midfielder like Bentancur doesn't. But they're actually both quite big, rangy guys. They they're quite good at getting their body in the way of of other players, getting themselves between the ball and other players, um, and they don't like shout and scream about it. They don't try and act the hard man. They just seem to be like effortlessly strong, quite majestic players. I really really thought Gomez was really really good for them. He really changed that game. Um, great finish from him. Great goal. Uh, I'm just glad we managed to hold on. Um, I mean, obviously. Right. It's no great surprise, is it? Um, but yeah, mad game. Um, and that second half was just horrible, wasn't it? It was horrible. Um, Peter Beckway says, not great, but we all take the win. Yep, agree with that. Um, Juan Hodges, where did they find those six minutes? Yeah, it did seem a bit funny, that one. And I mean, I get it, this is his prerogative, but Sean Dyche was kicking off big time about that as well um, at the end, which, yeah, like I say, it's, it's what he's going to do. It's what he's going to do, isn't it? But it's it's mad. Um, El Swindley says, we're going to be incredible when we have everyone fit. And that that's what I'm taking away from this, this period, right? Because even the games that we've lost, think about Villa, think about Wolves. We've played some good football in there, right? We did play some really good football, especially against Villa. We were really, really good. I mean, only so good because we did lose in the end, but still, we were decent, right? Um, and I do think, yeah, when we're looking at it, we're looking at Basuma back in there alongside Saar, linking up with Madison again. It's, it's going to be tasty. It is going to be tasty. Um, didn't have Destiny in there today as well, worth remembering. Didn't have Mickey van der Ven in there again today, which is worth remembering. There is something quite special happening at Spurs. As it stands right now, three points off the top. And I know I know, everyone's looking forward to watching Arsenal versus Liverpool. I'm quite looking forward to it myself. So maybe I will cut this one short and, you know, whatever. We'll do one again in a few days or something like that. Because um, it is going to be so busy, right? There's going to be so much football coming up. Um it's yeah i think the main thing to take from that is that we've we've come through that we've got the three points we've hold on everton it's worth it's worth bearing in mind going into this game everton have been in some magnificent form they've got one of the meanest defenses in the premier league this season so far um i think they're on a winning streak i think they won four in a row they've been playing very very well up until this point this was by no means like a walkover fixture I was actually kind of worried about this one, although I did I did feel that we were going to beat them. I did just feel like we would have too much for them, even with our depleted squad. Um, 
So it's good. And now, going into this game as well, we had scored... Everton are the team we scored the most Premier League goals against with 98. Now got 100 goals against Everton. 100 club against Everton. So, you know, that's a nice sort of thing to take from this game as well. Nice little fact. Let's uh, let's do the players. Everyone wants to get off and watch Liverpool versus Arsenal, don't they? So let's... Uh, and for anyone listening to the recorded version of this, I stream these on YouTube now as well. So that's why I keep talking about getting off and going off to watch Liverpool Arsenal. Um, Tottenham, Everton. Let's have a look at the players. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. So Vicario, another another magnificent performance from Vicario, in my opinion. Um, wonderful save from Dan Juma to keep them out, to equalise, basically. Dan Juma as well, who he, I don't think his decision-making is always the best, but he is a dangerous player, man. He's a dangerous player. And he, you know... He did that lovely, lovely nutmeg on Porro, um, where he was kind of being closed down by Kulisevsky and Porro, and he managed to get past both of them. Um, good player, I think. Good player. I, you know, I know it's kind of it's one of those things that people say of a lot of players now, but he probably would have looked good in this Ange system. I think, you know, um, but great save from Vicario. I'm not here to talk about Danjuma at this point. Um, lovely save from him. A number of good saves throughout this game, as you expect from him. He was under a lot of pressure. Everton did have a lot of shots. Let's see how many shots Everton had in this one. They did have a few, I'm pretty sure. Um, eight shots on target. 18 shots, but eight shots on target from them. Um, Christ, our pass accuracy is decent. 83% pass accuracy, 561 passes. 61% possession for Tottenham. I mean, we're a proper team, man. Proper. Um, but Vicario, look, there's no doubt, there's no question about what a signing he's been. I think there will be many envious eyes all over Europe with this one because he he is he's the real deal, isn't he? He really is. Um, so yeah, Emerson at left back. Look, he's he's filled in. He's tried his best. I think he was all right, but I I kind of I do feel like he was a little bit shaky. I feel like he was quite exposed actually in that left back position. Um, I wasn't that impressed with him I think he did quite nice to going forwards a few times 
I think he played, you know, played the ball about quite nicely, tried to make things happen. Um, but there's no question about the quality that Destiny Doggy holds in that position and how much we miss him when he's not available to us. The kid is unbelievable an astonishing footballer I didn't realize it was missing from today either which was a an unpleasant surprise when we started the game but here we are we got through it he did the business um Emerson ultimately um and look I'm not gonna the thing is I'm not gonna dig him out even though I didn't think he was great today I didn't think he was bad and I think he's always given his all every time he's been called in to do anything there's a reason why Ange keeps singling out him, Davis and Kulisevsky. He said it before the game, didn't he, in his press conference, that the three of them are the type of players that every squad needs. Players who, without question, without complaint, go in and do the job that you ask them to do. And I think Emerson gives it his best. He isn't the best player, but he's by no means the worst player. I think he's a solid, decent enough footballer that puts in an effort. He puts in a shift. You can't ask for much more from the players. You know, you can't. Ben Davis, I thought was good again today, as I think he has been in the whole time he's been asked to fill in for Mickey van der Ven. The team takes on a bit of a different dynamic. We have less of a thrust. We can't play with as much freedom, I think, um, because we don't have van der Ven's horse-like gallops to go run back and retrieve the ball from anybody that manages to break our defensive line. We are having to adjust to that. And I think... We are adjusting to that pretty well. I mean, Everton, they did manage to carve out a few good opportunities and they were quite wasteful. But at the same time, you know, they didn't take them and whatever. You know, um, the the stream I was watching had, um, I can't remember who it was basically who was commentating, but a English guy, but he kept saying that, you know, this is the reason why Spurs come unstuck against the big teams because they give away opportunities. And I'm thinking, what, so drawing at the Etihad, drawing at the Emirates, beating Liverpool, beating United. Okay, lost to Chelsea, but that was pretty bizarre circumstances. Please remind me what big teams were coming undone against. Like, I think it's been a, a fair bit since we've had a proper walloping from a big team, isn't it? And honestly, please refresh my memory. Uh, well, New- Newcastle, but I'm not counting them as a big team yet. You know, um, I think we generally, even if we don't win them all, I think we generally give a good account of ourselves in, in the big games, if you like. Um, so, you know, there we go. Christian Romero, great performance today until he went off. Real big shame, obviously, for him to go off. Hopefully that's nothing serious. Um, it seemed to be that he had his thigh taped up. Um, with ice in the second half when he was sat on the bench. Not sure what that one's about. Has he had any thigh issues previously? Is this something that's under you know, under the under the surface? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but good performance. Let's just hope it's just a temporary little knock, dead leg, something like that, and we'll have him back ASAP. Pedro Porro, as ever, a brilliant play. He did get done by Dan Juma quite a few times, but by that point, he's probably pretty tired and Dan Juma's playing on, you know, 20-minute legs, right? He's he's out there ready to make a point. Um, even though I think, I don't think he has any animosity towards Spurs. I think he likes Tottenham. I just think most players in that sort of position do want to make a point to the team that didn't want to keep him on. Um, and that's more than fair enough to him. Um 
But he did seem to have a point to prove. And I think he did skin Porro a few times. But for the most part, Porro was brilliant. Defensively, offensively, all of it. We, I, you know, I keep saying the same thing about him. But his game has come on and on and on so much. Um, a fantastic, lovely player. One of our players of the season. Um, and he was he was great again today. Oliver Skip. Now, I've, I've got Tony Starks here in, in my mention saying... All I want for Christmas is for Ollie Skip to never play for Tottenham again. I thought Ollie Skip was good in the first half. I thought Ollie Skip started the game very well. I do think he faded in the second half. I do think just I think if I'm if I'm being kind to Skip, I think Skip maybe got a bit tired. I think Skip maybe lost the thread of the match a bit. I don't know. When the momentum shifted towards Everton, um I think he started to get a bit lost. But it's it's kind of one of those chicken and egg situations, isn't it? Is the game shifting their way because they're starting to win the midfield? Maybe a bit. Um, but I think both Skip and Saar were brilliant in the first half. I think from the point at which Gomez came on, the game shifted. I really do think it did. And I think just perhaps his quality, his experience, he managed to keep a lid on it. He managed to keep control of that midfield and such saw that Everton dominated the game and Spurs were reduced to mostly having opportunities from counter-attacks, which is kind of sort of dodgy at home and also kind of surprising considering we're playing a Sean Dyche team. Sean Dyche teams, you know, classically we know, are always going to play on the counter, are always going to sit back. And actually, I think in this game, they were pretty front-footed. They took the game to us, especially in the second half anyway. Maybe it's because they could smell blood a bit. Um, But I do think a lot of that comes down to, to Gomez, who I think was... Like I say, I keep going on about him, but I think he was brilliant in this game. I think he was so good for them. Um, and yeah, Skip definitely disappeared in the in the second half. He did also have that awful pass back that nearly got us in trouble as well towards the end of the game. Sort of, I don't know, I can't remember at what point, but it was it was it was yeah, it was not great. It was seventy ish minutes in, I want to say. Um, he also did that thing as well, didn't he, where he just sort of hit the ball forwards. A bit later on in the game as well, when we were on a counter, he just kind of hit the ball forwards and for no real reason, there was no one there. Um, I think he just panicked a bit, but I think he was I think he was mostly all right. I think what I will say is the type of football we were playing in that first half of Oliver Skip there, we wouldn't have been playing if Pierre-Emil Hoybier was on the, on the pitch. He just, yeah, no, not a chance. Um, so I... Tony, I'm I'm not going to agree with you there, mate. Um, Pape Matasar just I find it harder and harder to find the words for this lad because I just think he is. If this is how he's playing at 21 years old. I shudder to think. I honestly shudder to think how good he is going to be in a few years. The, the the kid is an absolute sensation, in my opinion. He's absolutely unbelievable. He's so silky. The way he glides across the pitch, the way he tackles, the way he strokes the ball about with his passing. Some of his passing is a little wayward. Some of it's a bit overhit. Some of it's a bit underhit. But he's 21 years old. He's finding his feet still. His positives far outweigh his negatives. I think he is going to be a serious serious footballer for Spurs a serious serious footballer um I mean he he arguably already is 
I just think we look so much better with him in the team. And yeah, you know, I think even he started to fade a little bit in that second half. But his his performances are so high energy. They're so all action, if you like, that he can be forgiven for tiring, you know, for the for the game to like swing in a fashion that sees him get a bit quieter. I don't know. I can't think of the right words to say, but he's a great player. He's a great player. He's a young player. Protect him at all costs. Give him a new contract. Tie him down long term. Because um, I think he's he's an astonishing player. And I think he loves Spurs. I think he loves being here. I think he loves the team. I think he's really happy. Um, I love him. I, th- I think he's I think he's brilliant. He's he's honestly he's already one of my favourite players. I just love watching him play. That's the thing. There are some players that you just love watching them play. You know like those like stupid satisfying videos that you see that you can sit you can you know s- just scroll through on Instagram or TikTok or whatever. It'll be someone stripping paint or jet washing a car, and just the the movement of it is so like just nice there's something so i don't know it must be the pythagorean number or whatever you know the perfect golden ratio there's something about the movement that works i don't know but i feel that with pepe matasar the way i just watch him like moving around the pitch gliding it's like he's ice skating skating and just stroking the ball those lovely passes i mean he he was instrumental in the in the second goal the ball he played through was just delicious uh, it might be in the first goal actually can't remember feels so longer feels like do you know it feels like a day ago that Spurs scored their goals um but lovely player I really like I love him I really really do love him Sonny uh well scored the goal today was busy definitely in the first half I think his opportunities were limited in the second half um I think, like I say, like with most of the team, I think we were, I think the, the, especially the the attacking half of the team were kind of cut adrift where they were jettisoned somewhat in the second half. Um, they didn't manage to get much going their way. And, you know, that happens. And that's, that, that's what happens. But he was, I think he was great in the first half. He was causing real problems for Everton. Um, kept running at them. He was very direct. He was linking up with the whole, the whole, like attacking band were playing some beautiful football in that first half absolutely stunning football which like people keep saying it makes you just so excited for how we're going to be playing when we've got everybody back right um but sonny you know a great performance and just a great bloke you know again and we can say this and i and i you know i'm not bothered like you saw the video that he did the the fan you know the fan letter video that he did with the Premier League with the Spurs fan with the, with you know his daughters and the the guy who sorry I forget his name but he's unfortunately you know he's suffering from cancer and and the like and just the way Sonny is the way he handled it with such grace and everything he's he's just such a good guy I'm so happy to have him as a part of of this team um and I think you know ironically enough somebody like Gomez today because that's the sort of you know one of the big points of contention where people are like no he's actually a bastard look at what he did to Gomez and I think even Gomez has spoken about how Sonny was in the wake of that going to visit him and speak to him and check up on him and all this type of thing I don't think there's any ill will there I don't even know if they had a chat I'm assuming maybe they had a chat post game 
if anybody that was watching the kind of stuff, because I, I jumped on and started doing this straight away. Um, I wonder if there's a moment that those two shared or something like that. But, you know, um, you got to have love for Sonny. You know, love him. Brennan Johnson, as I said at the top, nice, decent performance, needs to be more clinical, faded a lot in the second half, I think. Um, still a young player. I do like him a lot. Um, I just think at the moment, it feels like he's maybe trying a bit too hard, potentially. I don't know. But it wasn't, it wasn't, a, I don't think it was a great performance from him today. So I'll leave it there on that one. Dejan Kulisevsky, just a, 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 like a lovely player. For, for a player so young to play with a sort of level of maturity that he does is so refreshing, technically brilliant, never stops working, runs his ass off every single game. He's just such a lovely, lovely player. He's a, he's a joy to watch, I think. Um, I feel so lucky that we've got him on our team, hopefully for years to come. I'm hoping he is brought into Spurs and what we're about. Um, I know there's a lot of talk that he's maybe an Arsenal fan, maybe a Liverpool fan, maybe a Man United fan. I don't know. There's there's various different theories and all the like rolling about. But I kind of feel like he's starting to become a bit of a Tottenham man. I hope so anyway. He does seem to be one of those guys that seems to be like permanently, permanently a bit aggro. Like just seems a bit sort of pissed off all the time, you know? Maybe it's just the way he carries himself. He's quite a cool sort of guy. Um, so it might be that sort of thing. But I love him. I love Kulisowski. I really do. He's, 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 yeah, he's a joy. He's a joy, isn't he? Richarlison, carrying on with his hot streak. Nobody, I think nobody scored more goals in the Premier League than Richarlison in December. Um, which is pretty mad, right? Considering where he was at. And it wasn't just the goals today. I think one of the best examples of his brilliant link-up play today, especially in the first half, he was involved in everything. It was almost almost at times Kane-esque, dropping back, passing the ball about very nicely, getting involved in the build-up um, of the moves and such, not just staying up top waiting to get on the end of something. If you can keep this up, then great. Like, again, if you can keep it up and it's egg on my face, more than happy. More than happy. You know, not going to complain. Not going to complain. Couldn't care less. Um, Darren says, we had five starters missing in the second half. The performance was understandable. Yeah. Agree, mate. Agree. Um Juznut says, Vicario, man in the match, busier than Pickford, un- ugly, undeserved win. Everton should have got something from that game. I think that, you know, you're being kind there, mate. You are being kind because I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I, I, li- I, like, I like Everton. I like that they're kind of the Spurs of Liverpool, this Northern Spurs type thing. But is Liverpool Northern or Midlands? I think it's the north. I think it's just about the. I think like Manchester, Manchester Liverpool is when it just Huddersfield. That's sort of the line where it's like the north now, isn't it? Not Midlands anymore. But I'd be interested. I don't know. Um, we'll call them Northern Spurs though, just for for interest's sake, right now. Um, but yeah, I don't mind Everton, but I'm happy that we won. Obviously, we creep up the table. 
I don't even know what's going on in the Arsenal game right now. <laughs> Luton beat Newcastle as well, I just see. Um, Arsenal are 1-0 up against Liverpool. Well, that's good, isn't it? Great. Um, I wish I hadn't checked that. <sighs> that's really annoying. No, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk about them now. Um but I might go and watch the game actually. So great win for Spurs. Great to go into Christmas with that sort of, you know, energy. Let's keep going up the table. Let's just keep the pressure on all those teams above us. It feels like nobody's talking about Spurs anymore, and that is a nice place to be in. The only way they're talking about Spurs right now is saying that we're dirty and that we're all this sort of thing. Let's just stay here. Let's just stay in this position where we can keep creeping up the table quietly and just have nobody really putting that pressure on us of, are they going to bottle it? Can they stay in this sort of a position? All that type of nonsense, right? If Spurs can just keep doing what they're doing, winning, slowly picking up points, and then we get into a position when we've got the likes of Madison and Van der Ven back, whoever we sign in January as well added into the mix. Could be a pretty special second half to the season for Spurs. Um, so let's just warm our cockles with that as we go into this festive period. Um, well, we're already in it, but I mean, as people, as individuals, not as Tottenham Hotspur Football Club. Um, but yeah, I guess just time to say thank you for everybody again this calendar year who has supported the pod, watched it, shared it, listened to it, subscribed to Patreon, all of it means a lot. Thank you very much. Um, you know, I enjoy doing this. I hope you enjoy listening to it. I feel that you know many of you do. And thank you for letting me know. Anybody that reaches out in a DM, in an email, who says it out on Twitter or anywhere in the in the comments here, I appreciate it all very much. Thanks a lot. I hope you all have a lovely time with all of your families, friends, whatever. Um, and if you don't enjoy this time of year, then much love and strength to you as well because I know it is an emotional time and not everybody finds it easy um so it's always worth being being mindful of that but you know we're all uh we're all walking our own roads and we you know whatever just experience things all in our own way but it doesn't mean that we can't like look out for one another right you know chuck something across to somebody else's road I don't know I, I, I need to stop this metaphor right now don't I but um much love Please, if you do like it, share, like, subscribe, all that type of stuff, whatever, you know. Um, ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Much love to you and the families. See you in a few days' time. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.